trans hottie wearing the awesome outfit. Crank it. You're listening to Trans Talk Raw. I'm the long-haired lioness, Nikki Marie Dawn, and I'm with my co-host, the wine-drinking vixen, Terry Allen. We are a couple of trans survivors, rocking the airways, bringing you our lived experiences, opinions, and a ton of info about being transgender. This is episode 26, and today's show, we're talking about another controversial subject, trans cannibalism. Yes, it happens all the time, and we discuss the very nature of the beast and how it affects us all. Well, time to stop chewing someone's arm off and get started with today's episode. Sure you don't. I don't care. I don't care if I, I, don't, I, I don't can. I don't can. I'm serious. I don't. It is what it is. I care. So, well, strangers, you know, Allie, I, I cared about, but um, yeah, everybody likes to be liked. Everybody likes to be liked. I think it's important. Everybody likes to be liked. Yep. And so, yeah. So why don't we like everybody and start the podcast? I know you already did because I see a little recording button up there. there <laughs> that, that little red thing kind of gives it away, doesn't it? I don't know. It does. Yeah. And uh, I have to have to make sure I'm, I'm aware of it. Did, did you catch me the last time I put it on? Because I've already taped a bunch of probably stuff didn't. conversations. Probably <laughs> did You're in trouble with all I probably didn't. It's like having a, a hot mic moment for me in a way. Yeah. Like, yeah. Different from a hot flash, you have a hot mic moment. So. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah. Give menopause a whole new name. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. So what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. We are, we are talking about the next tender uh, subject. Um, obviously, we did our one on Are You Trans Enough? And that seemed to be a real hotbed topic around in different areas and some of the responses we got. Yes, it did. And, uh, yes. Terry yes. had to put out some fires on her side and uh, I got some interesting comments on my side um, for that. But that's just the way it is. Um, you know, we don't mean that's to right. anybody, we're, but sometimes we're, people... We are not politically correct. And this is an opinion show. And uh, we do not mean to trigger anyone right. but we do discuss things that may trigger people so uh just be aware of that and in the show we're going to be talking about you know sort of discrimination within our own community cannibalism and yeah. as we call it we eat our own young to yeah. an extent we and our elderly <laughs> we eat just about everything which is like kind of surprising so here we go we're going to start this off the correct way there are going to be multiple triggers in this show so if you are listening and you have potentially a hard time with some of this stuff then maybe we suggest that you uh you're at least aware and it's been brought to your attention so um, yeah so we may trigger you it is not done on purpose it is not done with intent or malice we don't wish to trigger anybody but it's difficult not to have a conversation of this type without the possibility of of doing that to someone right and we apologize that at the beginning that it is our not at our intent to do so but we cannot make it so vanilla 
that it's not. No, we're not going to blow smoke up people's asses, okay? We're going to say it the way it is. We're going to have the conversation the way it should be. So anyway, that's what we've got to say. Um, It will be the last time it's brought up. And uh, in next this show, (laughs) if we think that it's going to be sensitive, we're just going to say trigger. And that's about it. And no, we're not talking about the horse. We are talking about the trigger point. Yeah, well, you know. We do horse around a bit, but we won't talk about trigger. So So the topic this evening, obviously, is trans cannibalism. And in our community, um, I hate to say it, probably happens more so than what we'd like to admit. Um, It does happen. um, Especially in certain segments of our community. Certain segments. Um, I remember it being, uh, I actually remember the first time uh, trans cannibalism that I would classify that as the term um, happened when I was in a discovery group about five years ago or four and a half, five years ago, um, went into one of the trans meetings and right away the individual that was moderating and, uh, you know, facilitating that particular uh, meeting um, basically was looking down upon people like they were the queen of Sheba and that individuals that were lower and behold below her um, you know, really needed to smarten up and listen to what she had to say and all of that sort of stuff, which, uh, well, I didn't last more than about 15 minutes in that meeting. And I got up and walked away and she even gave me a really dirty look and said, where are you going? And I said, well, you know what? You're pretty insulting and I don't have time for this kind of a meeting. And I left. So that was, yeah. so, well, seriously, and I do that. I, I'm not going to put up with that kind of shit um, when I see that, um, especially when it's done on the intent to, you know, um, the way I saw it anyways, the way it was, I didn't think there was any way that she was not doing it on purpose. And that right. was expensive. And I found that the other individuals, you know, they're just, God, they're just coming out. They're new. They're scared. They're worried. And then have to work under that type of a scenario is, is really All right. Yeah, it is. You don't want to go in and, and be demeaned in some way because you're not transient or whatever, as we discussed in our last podcast um fortunately I, d- I didn't experience something like that which which you did uh in my first trans support group meetings that was pretty fairly good some long-winded people but other than that it wasn't discriminatory toward anyone that i, re- that I recall mm-hmm. in that regard yeah i guess one of the first things i sort of encountered you know, I've always thought of myself as a transsexual. That was the term when I was 12 and found that really clicked with me as to who I was. And um, I still identify with that, that definition. I'm a transsexual, you know. Um, and went all the way with surgeries and everything to, to correct it and be the woman I am. And so I do indeed fit that definition. Nowadays, that word has become almost a slur mm-hmm. with others in the community who use it as a slur that, uh, and, you know, maybe warranted in some instances of other transsexuals who are so adamant about that transsexuals are the only true trans people and that to be truly trans that you need to have surgeries and you need to go on hormones and you need to do this and you need to do that. And that is just to the point that others in our community call them true scum. Mm-hmm. 
or uh, what is it, medic medicalists, transmedicalists? Yes, transmedicalists. Um, I've heard a lot. So th- those two terms are out there as well. As well, and I mean, yeah, there's some, you know, basis for that, but it's still cannibalism when we're throwing stones at our own instead of having conversations and trying to change opinions of people within our own community to be more open-minded as to who is trans. And basically, it's if you think you're trans, you're trans. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's such a wide spectrum of being transgender. Being a transsexual is just a subset of that. It's certainly not the be-all of all transgender people. No, but it's it, you're absolutely right. It has gone to a slur perspective. Uh, mm-hmm. People are, are very much using it now. And said, well, I've, I've mentioned that word a few times, and I get some really dirty looks, basically, because yeah, it's like, like, well, yeah. you're offending me by saying the word transsexual, <laughs> yet in our generation, that was the only word that was being used. There was none of the other areas. Like, the yeah, it was either transvestite, transsexual, or trans, what was it, deviant. It was like three. Um, and they had very, very different meanings, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's only come within time that transgender became in the use. Things I read said like the early 80s. I don't ever remember that word in the 80s. I think the first time I seen it was sometime in the 90s. That was in the late 90s. And it became more and more dominant as, as time went on. But yeah, I still thought of myself as a transsexual and used that word until it's like, uh, mainly because more people knew transgender. That's why I switched, because more people understood the word transgender rather than transsexual. You know, if you go back and look at news reports of trans people in the 70s and 80s, it was generally calling them a transsexual. Well, yeah, What's I mean, the term you saw in a news report, you know? news reports, movies, Mr. Tim Curry decided to use that word an awful lot in, yeah. um, and he sung about it and everything else. And that was basically what it was. Oh um, yeah. Nestler tranny, tranny, yes. transvestite, you know, sweet yeah. old transvestite. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. It's not, I don't care for the movie, frankly, myself. I know it's a big iconic thing within the, especially the gay community, but just doesn't do anything for me it just leaves me i don't know if it's because of the trans thing in it it's very demeaning in a way to us well uh, it wasn't uh, certainly the movie wasn't politically correct under any sense of the word I don't know. And, but yet in turn two when you look at it in that time and period um there was a lot of stuff even in the cisgender side of it and everything, you look at Johnny Carson, you look at all of the other things that were going on back then. If anybody oh, was well, yeah. anything like that nowadays, they would be hung out to dry yeah. completely. In but the that movie has period. become such a cult classic, you know, and oh. it's just, okay. My, my older brother who was trans, she really liked the movie and would go and, watch it when it was at the theaters and stuff and um, it's not my just not my cup my own personal cup of tea i don't again there's another thing i'm atypical um with in the community so 
Yeah. Well, it's not like it's high on my list of uh, likes in movies. Um, you know, even in Calgary here, uh, they've got the theater, the old Tivoli theater that's in play. Um, and they have that movie playing a lot throughout. Oh, really? Just because it's very, very popular. And like you said, it's a cult thing, um, you know, and it's the, the surprising thing is with it, though, is how much of a cult it is, following it actually has. Because the people, every person that goes to it is dressed to the nine. <laughs> and they just like, and they're all dressed yeah, it's all just the different characters. Cosplay at the theater, you know? And, you know, so um, again, it for, you know, some individuals like ourselves, uh, we find that maybe uh, way over the line in a lot of ways. Um, we are traditionalists in the sense of, you know, it, when we talk about this too, that's one of the things as well. Um, I'm, I've always seen myself just as a woman, and I've mentioned that before numerous times. On yeah, the show, I know that's, I that's like the same here. Pirates, you know, per se, um, but you know, from that perspective of the '70s and how we were brought up and everything. Yeah, I mean, you know, transsexual, transvestite; those were the two main ones that were used on a regular basis. That's how the community saw themselves back then. Like we say, there was no spectrum or anything like there is now. But what I think the spectrum itself has opened everything up for more trans cannibalism because individuals now, when they take a look and say, oh, well, you know, you're this or you're that or you're this, um, it gives that, them the opportunity to say, well, you don't fit in my little broad spectrum. So now I have something to go after you about or something along those lines. And oh, I yeah, the, the I, trans is, you know, are you trans enough? That's kind of where all that comes from is the cannibalism of, well, you know, you're not, you're not really trans if you're not doing X, Y, or Z. Mm. It's like if you're non-binary, well, you don't, you don't want to medically transition. Oh, well, you're not trans because you don't want to do hormones, even though some non-binary people do do hormones. Some non-binary trans people have surgeries. Not all, but some do. And this, this thing of whether you do or do not is not a criteria for being transgender, nor should it be, nor should it be weaponized against other members of the transgender community as to how trans are you. you know, we well, get all these subsets going against each other. Yeah, and that's the thing because even what, um, since we did our last show, I, I know Terry has done a lot of research in the non-binary side of it. Um, I know I've done a lot of research on the non-binary side of it. And you know, the more you educate yourself, I guess the more you have a, a better understanding, obviously. Um, with what information is out there. But even uh, when I look at it too, that you have the trans spectrum, then you have the non-binary spectrum, and that non-binary spectrum is huge. It goes from oh, one side huge. to the right. far yeah. other side, mm -hmm. and yet is encompassed into the trans spectrum, which you know is, is very vast in itself as to what it is and what it isn't. Um, so yeah, on a learning curve, yeah. even up for us, us seasoned gals, <laughs> that um, you know, it's we you have to try to keep up with it. 
and and try to understand. Yeah, it, it is because yeah, I think to... I think when we talked last on on our last show, we both walked away, and of course, maybe that's you know, we I'm just going to say this: we didn't do our last episode like we would have on a Monday because that Friday show shook shook both of us up pretty good. Um, yeah, it did. We mm-hmm. had uh, some convers- long conversations about it because yeah, we um, had some, some, some feedback. strong feedback from yes. some individuals that um, was needed uh, to both. Uh, I know it was needed for me to help me understand where some in the non-binary community are coming from in regards to us as, as trans traditional quote-unquote, traditional trans women, um, to get a better understanding of where they're coming from. And it certainly was not meant to try to denigrate or erase um, non-binary transgender people in any shape, form, or fashion. It was not meant for that at all. It was an opinion show. We expressed some very strong opinions. Mm -hmm. And as we talk about this... um, I'm still going to express some very strong opinions, mm-hmm. but I want I the one thing that I do want everybody to know is that, that we don't just fire the shit out there in trying to be a trans cannibal because we're not. No, we're not. We're and there we're, here before the whole community, whichever subset, whichever flavor, whichever label any trans individual wants to apply to themselves is perfectly fine with us there is no animosity no animus no malice no disrespect to whatever gender identity a trans person may have no right yeah so we're going to move off from that a bit because i think we've made our points very very clear that we didn't want to offend anybody we were actually both pretty shook up about this when we did get some of the feedback that we did from the non-binary community which i think was totally fair um, you know, uh, we appreciate that feedback because it did make both of us go back and do a bunch of research and understand it more. Um, and we're actually right now um, diligently looking for a non-binary person that would love to come on the show and have mm-hmm. a conversation. That would be awesome. Um, so that would be you, awesome. Yeah, if you know anybody, please have them come on the show because I think it's something that will be helpful for the community. As well, it would, um, you know, go a long ways for us in order to be able to uh, understand that. Because the more I research on the non-binary side of it and that, um, these individuals are very um, fearful of coming out and talking about things, more so than what trans women are in that, mm-hmm. purely because... Yeah. And, and to and, us, as and, yeah. traditional trans women or trans men, that they feel a bit cautious or fear, fearful to talk about their pronouns mm-hmm. and what they want to be seen as for being disrespectful that they're not part of the binary and that is you know we need to be very cognizant of and understand it mm-hmm. and have a lot of empathy for that because each one of us as transgender people have had that same fear in coming out oh yeah. To whoever we're coming out to, rather, you know, with us, it's just, it's been our families. I mean, coming out, you know, I don't fear coming out to a non-binary person. That's not a fear of mine. So it it it, it is causes me angst 
and it bothers me that a, tra a non-binary transgender person would feel that way about me. Yeah. And so that was why we, you know, I kind of threw that out there that if anybody does know any non-binary individuals uh, that want to come on to the show, yeah. we would love that. We'd love uh, to interview we one. Would, we would, it certainly wouldn't be, and I don't want anybody to think that it would be an attack or anything else because obviously uh, we thoroughly believe in the unification of the community, no matter what that might be um, with any individual because it's really, really important that we as a community stick together. And that's one of the reasons why we talk about trans uh, cannibalism are you trans enough um, and when we take a look at it you take a look at individuals and I've put my uh, email to work and I put it out to a bunch of people and some of the people that I've requested to come on the show are very much trans cannibals okay. really oh yes well we know of one that work uh, and I'll, I'm gonna let Terry guess this one because she probably will already know this lady but is quite famous on YouTube and uh, is very boisterous in her. Oh, opinion. yes, 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 yes. She wanted money. <laughs> she wanted money in order to be able to come on the show and, and that uh, purely because she is an extremely controversial you know, person. Um, so um, shall we say the name? Because I think she should be mentioned. There's no question. Oh, you may mention her. Go right ahead. Yes. 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 So um, I believe, is it, is it Blair? Blair, Blair White, right? Blair, Blair White. White. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I find Blair White to be very controversial. I find her to be very much a cannibalistic individual with respect to her views. Um, oh, yes. How yes. she carries herself, votes obviously Republican, has no respect for most individuals mm. in the community at all based Trump on... Trump supporter. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, based yeah. on what her... Just based on alone what her videos are on YouTube... Obviously, I'm not too concerned about what I say because uh, <laughs> how the hell could I be saying anything bad about her when she says everything bad about everybody in the community? And you know, so yeah, I don't, I don't get. Um, I just don't understand how a transgender person can be a conservative like herself and just be willing. I'm sorry, just slice your own throat. Yeah, by advocating for these far-right conservative groups and individuals that want us erased and how she doesn't realize that that includes her. You're, you're transgender. That doesn't go away. Yeah. I'm sorry. That, that label has been applied to you and it is on there with, you know, freaking yeah. glue as far as they're concerned. So I, I, I look at it this way, and I don't know, but I would think that, you know, basically, and I'm going to say this, which is another controversial thing that I love to, I'm going to get shit for again, and I know I will. Um, but I, I really look at it that where if you are a trans individual and you are voting Republican, I believe that's cannibalism right there at its finest, because if you're willing to vote for individuals that want to eliminate us completely, you have to be a trans cannibalist. Come on. Yeah, I don't, I, you, you know, can't, uh, how are you a part of the community and vote for individuals that want to pass laws against us, want to erase our rights, what gains we had under the Obama administration? And do all these things to us and, and, and vote for those individuals who will do that to us. Yeah, that's the ultimate 
uh, trans cannibal. Uh, I hate to say that about another trans person, but that is yet very much because we're, we will be eaten alive mm -hmm. by some of these conservatives if they get to do what they want to us and how they think that they are going to escape that fate is, is mind-boggling to me. You know, I don't see how they can be so, well, it's about jobs and it's about you know, all these social uh, conservative policies. And it's like, um, how are you going to exist if they won't let you have a job? They, uh, having a great economy without having the legal right to work doesn't do us any good. <laughs> or being able to go to the restroom or these other things that come up again and again. No, and I find it very, very difficult. And I've had you know, actually, to be honest, um, not famous individuals by any means like Blair White or, um, you know, Buck Angel is another one that's a trans. Yeah, group. Buck, Buck has some strong opinions. <laughs> yes, very, very strong opinions. Um, you know, again, I'm not quite sure why an individual like that. I don't know if it's the alpha male testosterone thing that makes, you know, him have the beliefs that he does and the things that he does. I mean, he's a gun toting, you know, basically, you know, individual Republican that is dangerous. That's kind of the way I see that. Um, so it's, it's tough for me to understand and see, but I've got some of the girls that have followed me that are actually, you know, what really nice people. Um, I've had conversation with them and stuff that follow me, but they also vote Republican. And I haven't really ever had that conversation with them as to why they would do that or how, what's the reasoning behind why they vote the way they do um, for that. So, that, I mean, that's the definition to me is uh, a true definition of what true cannibalism is, is individuals that are going to be Republican and vote for the Republican Party and be trans, um, knowing full well that you're just throwing yourself under the bus. To me, it's kind of like, do you have a suicide pact with yourself or something? Because you know what, it's yeah, I know. Like, I, I see the part I don't understand is is that yeah, okay, well you're voting for that, which means that, that you're in favor of all of the removal of the rights for trans people and everything else. But because you have a YouTube channel, you feel that what they're not going to touch you. Like I yeah, so, I know. I, just, I mean, it's like if you vote for these people, they are coming after us. They've proven it again and again. They just flat out come out and say this is what they're going to do. And how you're okay with voting that way. Because there are no moderate Republicans anymore. They're all pretty much far right. They've had their own cannibalism within the GOP by trying to eradicate all the moderates that they had in their party with their mantra of, of you know, are you conservative enough? <laughs> it's kind of like, are you trans enough? And, you know, it's like, oh, my God. So... You know, we can kind of see where that can lead to just by what happened in the Republican Party as to what that mantra of are you trans enough can lead to in our own community. And it is, okay, fine, you can be conservative and that's okay. But if you're voting for these people who adamantly want us to be gone from life, that they want to erase us it's not a lot different than what the Nazis did to the Jews in Germany. You know, it didn't happen overnight. It was a series of steps and things that they did that occurred over time. 
until the point where they got shipped to the death camps. You know, I don't want that to happen to us. No. And I mean, you know, it's funny that we talk about that real quick and just going in the political side of that with the coronavirus that's going on and all of the different things that are happening now in regards to the, the isolation orders to do certain things, etc. Um, you know, that kind of makes you wonder where that could potentially go to um, and how the party, even in Canada, um, you know, the legislation that they're trying to put in place is taking total control for a year and a half or two years and taking complete power of parliament and the financing and all that. But we have a minority government here. So how is that possible that you get the opportunity to do that? Of course, our, mm-hmm. you know, um, the opposition was able to, you know, make sure that that was voted down and there was no, nothing that was pushed through or anything. But you have to ask yourself, you know, um, uh, you know, how will the coronavirus change everything and the aspects of everything as to, the political powers and yeah, all it's going to how the shifts will be uh, in it, and so, how they want to open up the economy and talking about immunity cards and mm-hmm. issuing people immunity cards, which says that they're they won't catch it, they won't spread it, and that you can go back to work. Uh, okay, <laughs> that's scary. okay. That that is that's scary. A, that is scary. Yeah, but there's, I mean. Article I posted on Facebook today from Vox, V-O-X, um, is talking about that. And it talks about this guy talk, it read over like three different plans that are kind of out there and discussing it from far right, far left, and in the middle. And he says, they're all scary. Hell yeah. They're all scary. You know, this ain't going back to normal if we ever get a normal, what we considered normal again, that's it. So, you know, this 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 virus disease is not going away anytime soon. And people talk about, you know, we just need to open everything up and well, if you die, you die. So what? Who cares? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, you know, we take a look at that. And I mean, there's, you know, so in some ways that could potentially be trans cannibalism as well, because if you put that card out, then what are the underlying political things that go underneath that? Because as we know, basically in the entire, you know, whether it be in Canada, whether it be in the US, it doesn't matter where, they're going to bring a certain policy out that has the face to it and then put 65 underlying things underneath that they're hoping <laughs> to just, you know, kind of put under the carpet so that nobody mm-hmm. understands to see it. Um, you know, and now all of a sudden that card becomes a, oh, well, if you're homosexual or if you're part of the LGBTQ community, guess what? You no longer have any rights in this country and you can't get a job because if your little card doesn't say you can, you're in trouble. So there is another yeah, pretty much. That I look at mm-hmm. uh, as being just in our community alone that could end up potentially being a cannibalistic value right across the community. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's... I. It, it can be very, very scary in the times that we are in. Um, I like to keep, be completely positive, though, in a lot of ways, too, that I believe that even though we do have these types of individuals in place, such as Blair White and such as Buck Angel, and, you know, I mean, there's a lot more. I could probably name off another 10 or 15, but those are the two primary ones that I can see. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, that, um, you know, there's one over in Great Britain, I forget whatever name it is, that, you know, She's a trans woman, but she goes around saying she's a biological man and uh, is on the side of the turfs. And <laughs> it's just mind-boggling. Okay, fine. Why did you transition again? 
Well, again, it's funny. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't understand this. Um, I consider myself to be, I'm sorry, these days a biological woman. Just because I don't have a uterus doesn't mean I'm not a biological woman. Anatomically, I am. Well, my chromosomes are, I have no idea. I've never had them checked. 99% of the populace has never had theirs checked either. Exactly. It, you know, this thing about chromosomes, it's like, I'm sorry, studies indicate that one in 500 people are intersex chromosomally. So what, yeah. you, what is that going to do to your little, you know, nice, tidy, real red wagon that you're carrying around all the time that all of a sudden you get tested and you're XXY? Hmm? Uh, what does that make you again? I thought it was XXXY. Isn't that what it is? The binary, you know? Uh, yeah, not so much. You know, the only viable, the only non-viable chromosomal pairing in humans that will not produce a live birth is Y-O. Yeah. You can, you know, you can have XO and, and be born. And live. I mean, you'll have some genetic issues, but, and you'll be female. Mm -hmm. But there ain't no OY babies. There ain't no YY babies that I'm aware of. I think it's, I don't even know if that would produce a viable child or not, a YY, because only, the only point of having a Y chromosome is to make balls. That's it. Right. That's all it's for. To differentiate the protogonads and the testes or overalls, ovaries, and that's all it does. That's it. Zip. Once that happens, it's done its job. It's of no use to the body really after that point in time. Right. Right. It's yeah, it is. It's it's very interesting, isn't it? Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> I I it, it's almost mind blowing in so many ways. Um, you know. I, I almost sometimes become speechless because uh, when you hear about this kind of stuff and everything, you really do wonder. Yeah. Is this yeah. so I'd love for that woman in, in Great Britain to have hers tested and she, she comes out as like, you know, XX and she just happened to have the SRY gene on one of her chromosomes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, what are you now, darling? Yeah, well, it would not be something. It would not be just no, like that. There's a monkey wrench into your logic. Oh my God, what are we going to... I guess you are a woman. <laughs> yeah. You know, the other thing too, when we, when we look at this, there are individuals in the community that maybe not so forcefully commit cannibalism, but still do it in a certain way. And I wonder sometimes is that ego that's talking uh, instead of the, which in turn starts to equate to cannibalism. Uh, I've seen it in, you know, like I said, support groups, um, and it still happens in Facebook groups. I know of individuals in Facebook groups that have left Facebook groups that have said, you know, it feels like, you know, it's like I'm, I'm the underling and, uh, you know, my voice is be, I'm being told what to do kind of thing. Right. And I sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, I, so it, it is actually, even though we see a lot of the sugar coating on top, um, we all choose and pick to, uh, who our friends are, who we want to hang around with, and all of that, which of course in turn shelters us from a lot of stuff. birds of a feather mm -hmm. flock together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Um, and that goes in well, you know, just as true in the transgender community, non-binary people will tend to be together, trans women together, trans men together, so on and so forth. Every little label likes to talk to someone of the same label because who else understands you other than somebody who's like you? Right. You know, it's the thing with trans women. We love to talk to and know other trans women because we've been there, done that, going through it, or help you if you're not on trans men the same way, non-binary the same way. That's how we're wired. We'd like to be in groups like us, like us. Well, it's but then it, it becomes insulating. Yeah, it's part of the human nature in order to be able to hang with your own kind. And you feel safe and secure in doing that. And sometimes it can be very difficult to go outside of that to explore what else mm -hmm. is out there. I've had Oh, that. yeah. Yeah. It's insulating. It becomes, you know, us against them kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Instead of thinking of the transgender community as a whole and hopefully lift all boats at the same time, all trans people, mm -hmm. we get into the cannibalism of well you're not xyz or you're not like us or we're so much better or any number of categories of and, and unfortunately humans do that all of the damn time it's one of our worst characteristics maybe that was a redeeming thing back in the crow magnum days when you feared whoever lived on the other side of the mountain you know, the fear of strangers, that's ingrained in us as a species. But we're constantly fearing other people who aren't like us. Well, I think a lot of that is generated by the negative media that's out there, too. Um, you know, media, Facebook, Twitter, all of those, you can go... Well, yeah, that, does, that just fuels the flames. Yeah, like, Most it, people fear things they fuel. don't understand. Most people fear things they don't understand. Mm -hmm. and yeah. knowledge and eradicating ignorance is one of the best weapons we have it is and we don't help us we don't use that enough though no we don't no not with each other not within our own community yeah and it's you know, funny i think we do a better job of going out to the cis community and trying to educate them it is. It's much easier because it seems that when we're in our own community, everybody's carrying such a hard line about where their borders are. And it's almost, I find it anyway, that even though it's not spoken, uh -huh. it's there. And, you know, I see it all the time. Um, we kind of, you know, and yeah, again, it's human nature to do that. Um, I'm trying to explore options. And of course, obviously, the fortunate thing for me is I'm actually uh, working with a couple of trans men now, um, which has been quite eye-opening in some ways. And I find it in funny, um, and I'm going to bring this up uh, just because, but it's so interesting to come from being that male status to then becoming full female status and all of the GRS and everything else. And then you make an appointment and the guy cancels just because, and it's not because, it's because just because they're guys. And it's so interesting to see that occur because it's like, well, I've already been on that side of the world. I know what that's all about. I used to live it so much and see it all the time, but those personalities. So 
one of the individuals, uh, we had another appointment and, you know, they showed up and all of that. And I said, well, what happened? And it was just like, oh, I had a chance to go up for drinks with the guys. And so it was, you know, and it, it was just so ironic that I'm here I am sitting and looking at it going, that's what I wanted to get away from all of the time. <laughs> and, and now I have clients that actually are living all of that and everything. And I have zero disrespect for anybody. I, the only reason why I brought that up is I, I kind of find it humorous um, and just kind of a laugh in that regard. And it's purely just a laugh in that side of it. Um, but I've actually, and I never, I never did anything like that as a guy. I wouldn't do that. I always kept my word. And if I told someone I was going to be somewhere, I, I was, mm-hmm. I'm still that way today. That's one characteristic of my personality that has not changed. Right. And whether yeah. that was a female thing, but you know, was that a, fe- is that a female thing or is that just a honorable you know, true to your word thing. Yeah. I think, well, I think obviously by nature that women don't do those kinds of things that men do. Um, yeah. And that's just by nature, the nature of the beast. Um, so it, it is interesting uh, that way. And then from other aspects of cannibalism that we see uh, in throughout uh, our realm, shall we say, I think it. <laughs> we are queens, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Not so the drags <laughs> yeah and the thing is so too is that even when we see this and we just start to talk um how even um performers in drag in perform all of that is also there's cannibalism involved in it because i see it in the and and i know uh you know individuals that do do drag they classify themselves as trans um, but yet in turn, there's that segregation thing again. You don't see a lot of, you know, um, performers, uh, drag queens, um, you know, cross-dressers, all of that kind of stuff. They, they, they will, some of them will filter through. I mean, I've got people that follow me that I highly respect. I think they're great individuals and they are cross-dressers and stuff. And I have zero problem with that. So long as, you know, there's no other intents that are being filed out there. Many do, but many don't. But again, too, that's another segregation of it too. And I've seen a lot of trans women, um, you know, say that they don't respect those types of groups. All right. And, you know, one of the things, and I'm, I'm going to, here I go again, saying something controversial and getting sticking my head out. But, you know, I have a difficult time with RuPaul's Drag Race um, in quite a few different reasons and ways and what goes on there and all of that. Um, there are trans women that are on that show that do state that they are trans, and I do understand that. Um, but yet in turn, I don't like how they um, focus certain of their ideologies and what they do against some people in the trans community. Do you understand what I'm saying? When yeah, we're... RuPaul has made you know numerous transphobic comments in exactly. his career. Yeah. Um, he has stated on occasion that trans women should not be on the the drag race, that once they've transitioned, then it's not what drag is about, which is, you know, primarily, although there are women who do drag and I'm not as drag kings. Mm-hmm. There are women who do drag as drag queens and are known as bio queens. Yes. 
did not know that until a few months ago. So, you know, his comment about, you know, trans women shouldn't shouldn't be doing drag once they transition. It's like, well, what about the bio queens who are doing drag and are doing the same thing? Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, you're <laughs> double standard, though. I doubt he would allow a bio queen on his show since it's, it's really what they want are gay men. Right. As drag queens. Yes. Yeah. And simple. But it's... You know, it's- it's that whole attitude that, that RuPaul carries towards the community. And he's supposed mm-hmm. to be in our community, accepting us to who we are in that, but yet swings the mighty hat. He doesn't claim to be transgender, though. He doesn't. He's never claimed that I no, know. No, I didn't say that. Yeah. But yeah. what I am saying is, is that he seems to swing the hammer around at the trans community a lot. Yeah, it's cannibalism from another letter. Yeah. In so Rainbow alphabet, and there's that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that as well that we get discrimination from others in our broader community, not just the trans community within, but from our cis gay brothers and sisters. Yeah. Terse lesbians that don't want trans women in their spaces because they call us men. And then there are gay men who show us disdain. Yeah. Just should be about sexuality, not gender. Right. Yeah. So we get a lot of cannibalism throughout our whole entire community, really. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, everybody seems to dog eat, dog eat and eat this and eat that. And, um, you know, I find it, uh, I, I still don't understand it because we're a minority for Pete's sake. And we're fighting against so many other individuals out there, religious groups, political, politicians, everything else. And yet you have these groups um, in our community that attack each other all the time. And, you know, especially the Turks, the lesbians are are some of the worst. Um, You know, um, you look at... uh, Especially toward trans women, yeah. Yeah, especially towards trans women. Um, You know, so... The cannibalism is extremely bad on all areas and facets throughout the whole community. Um, you know, for trans individuals, it seems to be that where we, and I, and I hate, hate to look at it this way, but um, there are very large segments of, the, of our community that are like this, that are very much a cannibalistic way um, in, so, in, in different ways. And even if, say, for example, and it's kind of funny, too, because when, when you look at it, um, jealousy in a lot of ways in our community oh is so oh rapid. And people that, they, you know, it's like, oh, well, whatever, and they'll say something or whatever. But even that's a tendency to be a form of cannibalism, of just being jealous and going, oh, well, I'm not going to talk to you because you're this or you're that oh, or whatever. Yeah, it's and over surgeries, if you had or not had surgeries... I've been vilified for my quote unquote passing privilege, which was like, I think my mouth dropped on the floor when I first read that from somebody that I was flaunting my passing privilege, which is just cannibalism at its heart. I don't know if it's, is that coming from a, a thing of jealousy or that somehow me passing 
I'm not sure how that's a, anyway, I, I'm not even sure how to term that word. I, I, I was fortunate enough to be able to pass and I'm very grateful for being able to pass because I see it as a safety issue. And there are some who don't don't want to pass. Okay, fine. You don't want to pass, then then go out there and garner all kinds of negative attention. If that's what you truly want. Okay, but don't vilify me for passing. You know, it's like vilifying an NBA star who can, you know, dunk the basketball or can hit three pointer time after time after time after time. Nobody vilifies them for their basketball playing privilege their ability mm -hmm. i don't have that right i can't do that so where does that come from it's like i i don't i don't get it and there are some trans especially trans women um you know we'll go on and on about people like us who pass and don't have an issue and for some reason we denigrate other trans women who don't just because we do. And that is cannibalism in itself. Yes. It's like, you know, I don't, I don't vilify other trans women that have a full head of hair not have to wear wigs. Mm -hmm. Shit, I wish I could be just like you. And it would be nice. I don't have that. But I don't vilify those who, you know, were fortunate and they kept their hair. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, and that's, that's a big factor too. So it's, you know, it does that, is that jealousy um, so strong and intent, um, you know, and they can't accept them for themselves uh, internally. And is that the case that where, you know, they look at themselves and they say, well, geez, you know, I'm, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not way, the way I want to be. So I need to go out and attack somebody that has what I really want because um, it allows me to what? To, you know, uh, feel better about myself Does, and, and that, uh, those types of attacks. And it happens and it happens a lot. Um, I'm, I'm oh, yeah, afraid to yeah, say it's was, happened to me. I was, I was told I had that. insurance privilege. You know? I had insurance privilege. Okay, I, I'm able to afford insurance for myself. Yeah. I made certain decisions when I was young that enabled me to have a vocation that gave me a good job and a good salary. Yeah. How the hell is that a privilege again? Well, you know, I think... I wasn't born into privilege. <laughs> no, it was no, exactly. born into things. These are the things I worked for and got. Well, and that's, the, I think, uh, something that a lot of people don't even take a time to think about you know i worked for two freaking decades to get the money up to have my surgeries mm -hmm. you know and and it's just like oh well yeah but you can pass and oh you're so lucky and oh you're this and oh you're that shit girl or guy or whoever i busted my freaking ass off literally I best, I'm going to say it this way. I busted my balls enough to try to get them removed. Okay. And I, you know, hey, you busted your balls and it's long funny. enough to have them be gone. Yeah. And it's funny because, you know, that kind of hurts my feelings in some ways because it's like, and I don't really let it, let it bother me that much because it's just like, I, I've learned that a long time ago um, that, 
you know, people are going to be this way. I mean, in the cisgender population, it's the same way all the time. So it's more human characteristic than it is just in the trans. Oh, yeah, it is. So it's, you know, it's, I'm not going to say you know, that. It's not to say that privilege doesn't exist, but I always looked at privilege as being something that was given to you more or less along the line of who you are or the, how you were born. You know, that you were born into a wealthy family or you were born into nobility. You were born and you attain these privileges just because. Yeah. <laughs> just because. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know. So, you know, the, there's multiple forms of what we classify as trans cannibalism in so many different ways and so many different lights. Um, it's something that we could probably talk about for another five hours and just rattle along and do our thing and stuff. But, you know, I think in overall tonight, I think we've talked about some really good points. I think we've talked about individuals and that, and the reasons why trans cannibalism exists. Um, is it going to be stopped? No, it'll never be yeah. stopped. Matter yeah. of fact, if anything, yeah. it's probably going to get worse as it goes probably. progresses. And there's not much we can do about it. But everything else in society seems to get worse instead of, working more diligently to get along with each other mm. and see the beauty in each other of who we are and our identities. We keep wanting to split the hairs and to separate the hairs on just little small differences. And yeah. we don't need to do that because splitting ourselves into so many different little hairs just divides us up where strength comes from unity to band us all together. You know, a bundle of sticks is so much harder to break than each stick by itself. Mm -hmm. And as a community, we need to band together. Yeah. Well, it's the old statement, united we stand, divided we fall, right? That's it, yeah. That's we constantly seek ways to divide ourselves more and more and more and more and, and it's like you know we're a minority already why do we need to create even more minorities that are more minority than being the other minority it's like yeah. becoming a minority of a minority of a minority how, how how deep do you levels do you want to go and be in a minority yeah, I, and, you know, it, it is what it is. It's it's human nature. It's the way it's going to go, and it's the way it's going to be. I guess the one thing that we can always take a look at and uh, and that is that we do have pride. Uh, you know, we, we have the big international uh, pride event coming up in June, which will, you know, be telecasted right across the entire world. Um, a lot of people are going to be involved with that, which I think is great. So um, at least we have some unity in that regard. I hope that, you know, people listening to our show tonight can get an understanding as to actually what's going on and what's happening out there. And that, you know, I think we as a couple of individuals that do this show, we want to see this eradicated. And I think even from our previous show that we got controversy on and that we have, you, you learn, you move on and you try to, to try to unite more and you try to focus on that unification because mm -hmm. that is what's going to help us you gain strength become better educated yeah. when people you know point out 
um, things that you either didn't think about, weren't aware of at the time. However much you think you know, there's always something you don't. And well, this this old broad can learn a new trick. Well, so I'm, you know. Yeah, and and my statement to that one is, it seems that the older I get, the less I know. <laughs> Yes. And I keep yeah. trying to yeah. get as much knowledge as I possibly can. And, uh, mm. you know, um, I'm always, I've never met an individual that I didn't learn something from. And I've always kept an open Absolutely. mind. I've yeah. always kept an open mind to try to learn. So um, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed the show tonight. I hope you gained something out of it. We did ramble on about a whole bunch of things about cannibalism and that. Um, hey, but that's what we do. So that's right. <laughs> And if we ruffled a feather or two, um, feel free to say that you want to come on the show and discuss it. Because I hey, yeah, that'll work. I yeah, am happy we, to. Yeah. Um, you know, if we've said something wrong or whatever, I'm more than happy to uh, listen to what you've got to say. Um, obviously, we're still going to have our views and our opinions as to where we are, but um, that's it. It's you know, democracy is based on this. Um, I discussion. May, I may disagree. Conversation. You know, I may disagree with everything you have to say, but I'll fight to the death for you to have the ability to say it. Yes. Yes. And that's that's really something that I've always focused on. So, anyway, everybody, we really appreciate you listening to the show, and uh, we hope you uh, enjoyed our show tonight. And we look forward to uh, you joining us on our next show, which I'm sure we're going to have a very interesting topic of some sort. We of some sort. Oh, we, we always do, right? We, we, <laughs> have a, we have a list of many. So we have a plethora of yes. topics we can pick from. And so just come in and be surprised. Yeah, we always like to surprise everybody so you never know what's going to happen. Anyway, everyone, have yourself a wonderful evening. Yeah. Uh, happy Easter. And happy Easter. That's right. All right. Night, um, y'all. Good night. Thanks for listening to Trans Talk Raw. This episode has been brought to you by TransgenderLifeCoaching.com. Please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Time for us girls to party. Join us again for our next episode of Trans Talk Raw.